0: Hello, brothers and sisters in Christ. Happy September. I'm so excited to bring you our new study this month. This entire year just keeps building on the foundation that we started in January. And that is how God works. He builds upon his firm foundation and nothing else. But if you haven't listened to our previous studies this year, no worries. You'll still be able to jump right in. And if you're new to this podcast, hello. I'm Pastor Karina Don Reed, and I'm here to guide you into God's Word and help you apply it to your life. The Trumpets of Tears of Podcast is a biblical lifestyle targeting tool for shifting your mindset from the world's way back to God's way. We have started the ninth month of our year. So this month, we will be studying the number nine. Through our study, it will bring us closer to God. But in order to experience spiritual growth, you have to put into practice the things that we study. You have to take action on the life application steps. In the same way that reading about how to become a dancer won't make you a good dancer, You actually have to move your body and practice dance steps. That same principle applies to the Word of God. Reading the Word of God doesn't make you a Christian. You have to live out the instructions of God, applying His ways to your life. And your thoughts and your actions have to line up with what you read. And another important thing is praising God. And praise God that He has given us clear instructions in our Bible so we know exactly what He expects. God is a clear communicator. So let's take a look at what our Bible says about the number 9. When we search for where the number 9 appears in Scripture, we begin to see a pattern. And it starts with the life of Adam. And through the lineage of Adam until Noah, the men are recorded to have lived to be 900 years old. Now, I can't even fathom being alive that long, but wow, each one of them lived to be over 900 years old. Then we see that when Abram was 99, God renamed him Abraham. And Jesus tells us the parable about leaving the 99 and going after the lost one. And Jesus also died in the ninth hour of the day. When we study all these things in context, we can see how God uses the number nine as a sign of his work through man. So the meaning of the number nine in the Bible is God's plan for man. And this is what we will be studying all month long. Now, for those of you who have been listening for the last few months, we see how God uses numbers to add to the things on His foundation. So that number seven was God's completion. So that you could step into the number eight and experience a new beginning in your life. And now, once we step into the new beginning... We need to know the number nine, which is God's plan for your life. Only God could come up with something so solid and orderly. Before the beginning of time, as we understand it, God decided to use numbers that would point to his deity. Isn't that incredible? So my question to you is, do you already know your next step? Last month, I did give you action steps so that you could enter into the new beginning that God has for you. And maybe some of you have already received those first steps of guidance from the Holy Spirit as to what to do next. And if so, that's amazing. I rejoice with you. Make sure that you praise the Lord for the direction that he has given you. But if you haven't yet received that next step, or maybe you received the first next step and you're waiting for your next one, I'm going to help you seek the Lord on how to receive those next steps. But I want to be clear before we start this. And you might have heard me say this before, that often we want to know what the game plan is. We want to know what the goal we are working towards is. And most often god does not give us our end goal if he did we would end up coming up with our own game plan of how to get to the goal because that's how our brain is trained by the world and god's desire is that we stay dependent on him he wants us to lean on him he wants to journey together with us it's the two of us in partnership in relationship carrying out his plan So almost always, when we get guidance from the Holy Spirit, it will just be that next step. Now, you may or may not know where you are going and what the goal looks like, and that is a test of trust. So trust the Lord and just be concerned about your next step. We are looking at God's plan for our lives. He offered us a new beginning, so now it's time for us to be obedient to His way. It's no longer our own way. God's new beginning requires us to live in His way by His rules. So let's release the need to control. Let's release how we think things should be done. And let's humble ourselves to be guided by His ways. Most Christians know this next scripture by heart. And it's Jeremiah 29, verse 11. For I know the plans and thoughts that I have for you, says the Lord, plans for peace and well-being and not for disaster, to give you a future and a hope. Now, let's look at this scripture in context. The Lord is saying this to the Israelites, who at this moment are in Babylonian captivity. And he tells them that after 70 years, he'll come and inspect them and see if they are acting as he expects them to act. And if they are, then he'll bring them out of captivity back to Jerusalem. And he comforts them by saying the scripture that he has a plan for them, and it's a plan of peace, a hope, and a future. So God delivers the bad news first. Hey, you're going to be here for 70 years, but it's okay because by following my instructions you'll be rescued it's not going to be right away but there's a plan in place now there are a lot of moving parts that affect a lot of different people and when you do your part of the plan and god does his part of the plan then everything will be just fine And so God gives them instructions about making their place of exile their home. Treat it respectfully, build houses, plant gardens, take wives and have children. In order for God's plan to take place, the Israelites had to follow all of the instructions of God. Without following the instructions, the plan would no longer be the plan. Chaos takes place when instructions are not followed. Whether they liked the plan or not, God's plan is God's plan. And if you choose not to follow the instructions, it's only going to become worse. And their ancestors found that out. God's plan was not to have the Israelites wandering around in the desert for 40 years, but they didn't want to follow the plan. They grumbled, they complained. They didn't follow the instructions. They didn't trust God. So this time around, God was giving the Israelites more of a heads up. Hey, you're going to pay the price. It's going to be 70 years, but follow the instructions, unlike your ancestors, and it won't be as bad as you think it will be. Some of you might be in a place in life right now that you don't want to be in. And instead of following God's instructions, you're grumbling. You're ignoring his plan because you don't feel like following the instructions. And that is your free will to do. But then actually you're delaying the plan that God has for you. And in your free will of not following his instructions, he's going to allow you to wander in the desert. You end up keeping yourself in the desert. And in the scripture, in Jeremiah, God is reminding the Israelites that their ancestors were not following the instructions. But God is saying, listen to me, I have a good plan for you. And that's what God's saying to you today in this season. He's just offered you a new beginning so don't grumble at what your life looks like right now with your natural eyes because he has a plan and all you need to do is be obedient to his instructions his instructions are for your well-being and when you carry them out you get to step into your future and it definitely comes with hope god's instructions are win 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 every time but without following the instructions There will be no win at all the choice is ours to make god has given us free will to choose sometimes we have to become we have become so comfortable with the chaos that stepping into something peaceful makes us feel like it would be too overwhelming to choose so we stay with what we know even though it's not the best choice And that is how the enemy keeps us from what God wants us to have. God has a plan for you, and that's why he's offered you a new beginning. He doesn't offer you a new beginning so that you fail. He doesn't offer you a new beginning so you can stay in the same place. He offers you the new beginning so that you can step into his plan and become a vibrant part of it. His plans are only good. Psalm 33, verses 18 and 19 say, Behold, the eye of the Lord is upon those who fear Him and worship Him with awe-inspired reverence and obedience on those who hope confidently in His compassion and loving kindness to rescue their lives from death and keep them alive in famine. The Lord sees you. He loves you and he created you for his great purpose, a purpose that is worthy. Merely by following his instructions, you will partner with him in his plan. So make a promise to the Lord today that you will follow his plan for your life, no matter what it initially looks like. No matter what your starting point is, surrender your heart and the desires of your heart to His plan. Only His plan will give you a hope and a future. His plan will lead you to His abundant goodness. There's no other way to get to abundant goodness without following that plan of God. So as we start to step into that next step of what God has for you, I want to start this month by praying for you. So let's pray. Father, I thank you for every person who is listening. Lord, I declare your goodness over their life. Father, we glorify your name that you have a plan and a purpose on each one of our lives and it is beautiful and it is glorious. And so Holy Spirit, I ask that you would teach each and every one of us how to stay obedient to the instructions of the Lord, how to let go of those worldly things, how to let go of those old habits. Holy Spirit, would you prompt us when we step into something that's old so that we can release it to the feet of Jesus. Take back that step and then step into something new. Father, I thank you for the plan that you have for our lives. A plan to prosper us, a plan of peace for us. And so, Lord, we receive the peace and the plan that you want to give to us today. We lay down our heart's desires so that we have the capacity to receive your plan that you are giving us. And Holy Spirit, just prompt us after we have been obedient with that next step to take. And we thank you, God, that all we need is your direction for that next step. Because we choose to trust you for the future. In your beautiful and holy name, Jesus. Amen. Amen and amen. God has a plan for you and I want you to come into my community that pursues the things of God so you can carry out the purpose that he created you for because every single time that you join us it does awaken your purpose and you become transformed God bless you and God bless the plan on your life.